0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is The Kate Daly Show. Do you feel the world's broken?
1: Do you feel the shadows deepen? That Kate Daly Show. Chris Tolman. You know Great song. Is he worthy? I love this. And, you know, I bring this up because I think no matter what religion you are, no matter what color you are, no matter what your circumstance, that you um, have quite possibly had or probably had an experience that changed your life that you could not explain. And I think that we are all I think we're all blessed with this. In our life, somehow, some way, and maybe it takes a while for people to look back and recognize it. I don't know. But I think in our guts, we kind of know and are given kind of those gifts along the way. I really do. And I want to play this for you. This was actually from Remembering Heaven that talked a lot about how children visit before or people have visions of their kids or or so forth in the majority Uh, Before before uh, they have children. And this came from this uh, documentary. It's a wonderful documentary. You can even watch it on uh, YouTube and I highly recommend it. It's really neat. A lot of stories um, from people as well. But here is a documentarian talking about it as as part of like, look at our history. Look at our look. Go back in the centuries. And this is what we had to say. These were the stories we told. And so. Here you go. This is this is what I this is what I love about this is going back into history and learning something about history.
2: We know that that many many narratives both rabbinical uh, through the Hasidic traditions, um, also appearing in New Testament literature coming out of a Jewish past, clearly alluded to a commonplace belief in the pre-existence of the human soul. We see in John chapter 9, for example, in the New Testament, where Jesus's Jewish followers asked him who sinned, uh, a blind man or his parents, that he would be born into a state of blindness. Obviously, Close
1: Oops, and so there you go. Um, we'll get back to this in just a second. Um, I- I'll tell you, this is uh, so cool. Here
2: go. the possibility of acting and, and sinning in a pre existent world. Uh, one of my favorite Jewish legends uh, relates to the nature of pre existence, and it's an explanation for that. Delicate facial feature called the philtrum, and this is the story of how that comes about. At that moment, when a mother and father are about to engender a child, the angel Gabriel goes to the treasury of souls where all angels or all spirits wait for their moment of embodiment. He brings forth the child designated for that couple, and the angel reveals to this spirit who those people are, what his relationship to them will be, what his mission will be in this life that he is about to embark upon. And then having told the Spirit all of these things, he places his finger to the lip of the Spirit and says, shh, now you must forget it all. That's where you
1: get that curve. And then he ushers
2: the child into that womb, who, having arrived as an infant, is now forgetful of everything that preceded. There's no question, and I don't think any scholar of early Christianity would dispute the fact that belief in the pre-existence of the human soul was commonly accepted. It was a commonplace among early Christian thinkers. Uh, even the most influential thinkers in, in the Christian tradition, like St. Augustine himself, was a fervent defender of belief in the pre-existence, at least early in his life he was. His argument was simple. He said, if you're looking for a, a lost key, then you must have known the key before you, you, you knew what to look for. Uh, in a similar way, he says, we're all looking for happiness. We're all looking for eternal joy. Therefore, we must have known happiness and eternal joy in some state before the one we we currently inhabit. Uh, Origen, generally considered one of the, the founding fathers of the Christian tradition, wrote the first treatise on Christian doctrine, was absolutely convinced that we had all lived as spirit entities in God's presence. Heresy, so-called, and pre-existence was declared a heresy in the 5th century and then again 6th and 7th centuries recurrently. There were a few historical reasons for its demise. One was that uh, there was no clear doctrine of creation ex nihilo in the early church. It's not clear from the account in Genesis that God is creating the universe out of nothing. An alternate reading is that he is organizing pre-existent materials. Well, it was early deemed by by uh, ecclesiastical leaders that a God who, who snaps his fingers and conjures up the universe out of nothing is more majestic and more impressive than a God who merely works like a, like a craftsman with pre-existent materials. So if we abandon creation uh, out of materials hmm. in favor of creation ex nihilo, then clearly there's no room for a pre-existent spirit. A second would be the threat of the Gnostics. The Gnostics, we don't know a lot about the Gnostics. It's a category that's rather loosely defined. But Gnostics were considered to be one of the greatest threats to Christian orthodoxy in the early Christian centuries. One of the principal beliefs of most Gnostics was that we are eternal beings, that we existed pre-existently and will continue through this life until we are reabsorbed into the eternities. In distancing themselves from Gnostics, the Christian church wanted to distance themselves from some of their more or less distinctive doctrines. Mm. And so pre-existence was increasingly associated with Gnosticism. That was a second reason to wow. expunge it from Christian Orthodox.
1: Isn't that fascinating? Uh, I love history. So, you know, whenever we're talking history and like he told the story about the the curvature in your upper lip, you know, that's a Jewish uh, story going back. It's a, it's amazing. Those things always amaze me and listening to all the, um, the experiences that people have, I do invite you to call 888-673-1450 because this is a place that you can share that. Uh, One woman uh, shared uh, in a, in a group I was in and she said um, she said, you know, my her, her mother had passed away, but she wasn't living with her mother and at the time and her mother. So she was in the bathtub in her house and her mom was only 36, so it wouldn't have been an expected, you know, death or something like that. It wasn't ill. And all of a sudden, um, this is what she said. She said, and, uh, she said, I was taking a bath, you know, alone, and immediately I knew I wasn't alone. So I grabbed my bath towel to cover myself, and my heart was pounding, and then I heard my mother's voice say, she knows we're here, and an unrecognized man's voice said, yes. She is in tune to things of this world. And then she went on to say, my mother asked him, what will happen to her if I go? Meaning the daughter, you know, what will happen to her? And the man said, don't worry about her. She's strong and she knows the way. And then the mother said, I want to see my other daughter. And they were instantly gone. The feeling of having somebody in the room, it was instantly, instantly gone. And um, it was three hours later that she learned that her mother had died at the age of, of 36. Wow. Those kinds of things, I think, are ultimately so fascinating to me. And, and I know people have those types of experiences. I read through journals of people coming over the plains um, in, this, in this country and I swear every single journal had multiple things like this where they had visions and they had people visiting them. And I mean, it was crazy how many how many instances were written about in journals back in the 1800s. Wow. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
0: Yes. Um, I was born with memory of the spirit world. And so I had some telepathic abilities.
1: Wow. And
0: so like a like a month before nine eleven, I knew the day it was going to happen.
1: Wow! The reason
0: why—that's
1: fascinating. And um,
0: anyways, it, hmm. um, I think it's... some spirits are actually newer than others. Interesting. Um, but okay. uh, I don't—I don't have exact knowledge on that. I just
1: okay. we'll
0: in, in my experience in the spirit world, I was like like an adult Interesting. watching what was going on on the earth, and so. Being born with memory was part of my mission.
1: Oh, wow. But
0: anyways, the the, the 9-11 was was done on 9-11 because it means national emergency.
1: Yes, yes. And the
0: national emergency comes Mm -hmm. from the monopoly economics instead of a rights-based currency.
1: right. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm glad you called in. Thank you for that. In fact, you know, I would imagine. Thank you. I would imagine that. um, I wonder how many people see the date like stuff that's going to happen. Have you guys ever noticed? Remember that there used to be a lot of talk shows about psychics? Okay. Sylvia Brown and the psychics and stuff. Isn't it kind of fascinating that that they could hardly ever nail down any events (laughs) like I mean, truly like a lot of events, it doesn't seem like the big ones that come, like they really, really know they're going to come. But, uh, I thought that was kind of fascinating. I think they were more, I think they were better about like human behavior. Right. But I do, I do find, um, find those kinds of things fascinating too. I, I wonder how many people had experiences where they saw their, their kids in a dream or, or something of that nature where they were saved from an accident. I remember I was a, um, I was a missionary and I was in another state and I remember I, I was coming up and we were in a car and I was coming up on a road that was more secluded. And I had this distinct impression to not go down that road. And I mean, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming to the point that I, I felt like I wasn't going to be let down. You know, I could not go down the road. So we turned the car around and the feeling left as soon as, cause it was a real feeling of, um, forbearance. And then we turned the car around and drove off and I'll never know what would have happened. I'll never know. But I remember listening and feeling it so strongly that I could not dismiss it. It was that powerful. So for some reason we were not supposed to go down that road. And um, and don't you wish you could have sort of a glimmer of what what you just curtailed, right? But we don't. And so you, but you know, when you're feeling those types of feelings and you, you can, you can feel that in your, in the depth of your soul, you can feel that. It's amazing how many experiences I have um, played on the show uh, throughout the show, uh, 13 years. I've, there's only, there's been a couple of times where we've actually talked about things like this, which is kind of taboo, right? I mean, you don't, don't talk about that in public, oh, you know, but why not? I mean, right now, more than ever, don't we need that right now to get through kind of what we're all going through? in this crazy world. And, and I think if we all kind of realize that, that purpose and that, that sort of idea that there's something bigger than us happening, that maybe it helps us to get through things. Maybe we count on each other a little bit more and maybe we help each other a little bit more. And maybe we realize, you know, um, that, that we might have some, some roots there and maybe, uh, and maybe we can get through it easier. I don't know. Just asking. I just think that sometimes we are, we don't we don't understand you know how how powerful we really are and how um we're supposed to be here right now hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead
0: hi, hi. i uh, just uh, heard your experience about yeah. being a missionary and yeah. being warned mm-hmm. uh having that very strong feeling about not going down a particular road yes and i actually had the very same experience did you really uh, sir also serving as a missionary Wow. and i don't know yeah. what was the you know why the reason for yeah. that feeling but <sighs> myself and my companion we yeah. uh obeyed that prompting mm-hmm. but it was as strong as you describe it we just knew yeah don't go don't that go way. Don't go there. So hmm. that prompted me mm-hmm. to call you mm-hmm. when I wasn't going to. Uh, <laughs> but you did. The I love it. Uh-huh. I think it did is yeah. because I have another short experience to tell you about. Okay, you have about and a I minute. Call, um, you have
1: to hurry. You got about a minute. It oh, goes quick.
0: Okay. So I call it, rather than a coincidence, mm-hmm. a coincidence. Again, okay. that experience was a win for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking today about. Counties and cities mm-hmm. taking back their sovereignty. Yes, and uh, I am involved in local politics mm-hmm. and in Saint George, just as a private citizen, mm-hmm. not elected official. Mm-hmm. And um, and I have met people who are like-minded mm-hmm. and who also see the same things that are going on nationwide mm-hmm. that are happening locally mm-hmm. as well. Yes, and I feel like that same spirit that warned me to not go down that road Mm -hmm. is also working with me to put me in contact with other like-minded people who are willing to go out and put themselves out to make a difference.
1: Thank you for that. I really appreciate you calling up. I really do. Thank you. And you know what? You're right. Um, I'll take you off the air, but you're right. I I, I think that, um, I think that as the, as, as things might, might grow a little darker, the light, the light grows too. And so we have to remember that. And we have to remember to recognize that in each other. We've got to remember that that as strong as, as what we feel like is happening and we're all trying to scurry to try to figure out what we can do to save to save things from, um, from a lot of the darkness out there, at the same time, there's always a lot of light. <laughs> Never discount that. Sometimes we can get a little too focused on the dark. And we need to remember that there's always a lot of gifts and blessings and great things great things that happen too and there's a lot of exposure on the things that are going um, so dark and I think that's a fascinating way to look at it I think that we all need to keep that in mind there's always the exposure that's happened look at how things have been exposed you guys look at that and sometimes we don't focus on that enough and we need to because it gives hope it gives hope be right back Kate Daly show riveting topic I love it wish we could go on for days be right back balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life
2: at a time I've been taking this now for about four months, and I'm noticing a difference in my energy, and I am 89 years old. <laughs> my mind is clear, I'm doing great, I am really for this product.
0: I'm 76, I'm really a believer. In fact, I even have one of my doctors taking them now. I told them, I said, you know, the difference in my energy after taking them two weeks was miraculous, and uh, I sleep better, I'm really pleased.
2: Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call one 800 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call one 800 and get this special offer by using discount code. Talk lines are open now.
0: Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: I see trees welcome back. Kate Daly Show helps if I turn the mic on. Uh, welcome back. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, I'll try to slip in a few calls if they can be super, super, super fast. <laughs> so we don't have a lot of time. Um, we don't have a lot of time at all. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. My cousin had an experience uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was out and uh, by herself, mm-hmm. and her husband had their little girl, mm-hmm. and he was out. And when she got home, nobody was there, mm-hmm. and she walked in the house, and she had this eerie feeling. She got scared, mm-hmm. and she left. As it turns out, her husband hired somebody to kill her, and he was in the house. Whoa. Wow. Yes. Wow. Holy cow. Well... Yeah, her oh, husband gosh. eventually went to prison, but, yes, yeah. Yeah. so thankfully yeah, she, she felt the, yeah. the spirit. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Thank you. I'm glad it had a, a better ending than what it was planned for. Um, so crazy. Um, this woman uh, was telling the story about her uh, baby, uh, about having this baby, and she was pregnant, and um, she was noticing that she wasn't feeling the baby move and when she wasn't um, feeling the baby move, she um, went in and uh, to the doctor. And so here is her story. And this is from Remembering Heaven, too. Um, I did a lot of praying and I, I held my baby. My the baby died. My tummy and said, are you okay? And just praying that she'd be okay. While I was praying, I had a beautiful experience. In the corner of my, I call it my little parlor, I love the old-fashioned names, and she's standing there in the corner, her back towards me, and um, she had a short haircut, and she was about the age
2: of 16 or 18 years old, and she turns around so quickly, and her little hair just
1: flips so cute, and she had this smile on her face, and she looked at me and she said, thank you for my body. Wow. Uh, That was right after her baby died at seven months. She went in, did everything they could, wanted a miracle, and the baby uh, was born dead. And then she, out of the corner of her eye, looks over, and there's this woman standing there, and she thought that that was her daughter, and um, turned around and said, thank you, and left. Wow. It's amazing. You know, I love these experiences because of what they can kind of teach us in the way of hope and in the way of knowing that we're never alone no matter what you're going through you might feel alone but you're not and and that we really do need to remember these things for when times get really tough and i worry about us trying to get through things actually i really do i i hope that we are able to um to remember all of these wonderful things that happen to us and all these kind of gifts and even in her sorrow she still recognized and was and was given that hope and in that gift that she was able to know that that child was okay. How amazing is that? I mean, you're still going to feel all the grief. You're still going to mourn. You're still going to go through all of that. But at the same time, we're always given these little, you know, kinds of gifts throughout our life too of um, moments that we get that can help us. And I was thinking, you know, this this last couple of weeks has been kind of dark, you know, we have all of this brewing in the Middle East. I think a lot of lies are being told. I think a lot of stuff's going on. There there are things going on, um, but I just think that there's way more going on in, in the agenda. And as we kind of launch into whatever this, wherever that takes us, um, we're still going to have to be people that are kind of beacons out there, right? And, and have light to us and, and, and be that, that person that can help kind of calm things down too and realize that there's, there's maybe way more at hand and that not to count out the fact that, uh, that God can perform miracles too. I mean, we got this country, there was a miracle right there. So we're not without our miracles. I'll tell you that much. And um, it took a people that that were willing to kind of go back to that. And I, when I think about getting our country back and how far we've gone and I brought up the budgets today and everything else. And that was from 1952. I think about the fact that we, we can do that as a people. We can get that back. But we have to be those kinds of people that do um, that do the things necessary to do that, too. We've got to be that people. And. It's not going to work, you know, doing what we're doing. We've got to do more. So I really, appreciate, um, I really appreciate you giving me this hour to just kind of not talk about politics, but talk about more of these things that are very important to me as well. Sometimes we just need a break from all that, and we need to have some hope again and realize somebody else is at the helm. So... All right, you guys, be faithful, be fearless, have a wonderful weekend, see you back here on Monday, Dr. Pesta, and um, and everybody go spend some time with your families, away from your phones. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Kate Daly. Kate.